Hello, I'm Radek. I'm Michael. And this is the podcast. A sounding board for interesting ideas and insights. We discuss books read I want to share with you. <laughs> as well as technology and productivity, which is what we do by day working on our app, Nosby. Or whatever else comes to mind. Right, so last week we talked about my a visit to Wrocław and the React Native EU conference, but we totally skipped over the fact that you came from a big trip to the States and, and Canada, I think. Yes. Uh, you've been away for for six weeks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. In total, it was uh, the, the whole, you know, the whole vacation for me was six labor weeks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of time. Uh, and that's why the podcast episodes were were uh, published every other week because we pre-recorded them and yeah. just like that's what we had exactly. And only now we're going back to the groove of recording uh, every week yes. or publishing every week. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're going back to publishing weekly, recording weekly or be weekly if we record two at once. Yeah, exactly. So um, yeah, we, we should briefly mention the 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 apple keynote we've just watched yesterday yes we did uh, so uh, so also the, the a little backstage yes uh, the day before yesterday we yeah. recorded podcast uh, audio because you were still at home mm-hmm. and now yesterday you came and uh, just in time to for us both to watch the apple keynote yeah and then uh, today we're recording again but in person this one this time yeah so uh we don't want to talk about the apple keynote at all we just want to like like we are think we are we thought we were going to make a podcast about it, but we're like okay, so there's new iPhones. Uh, we don't see a reason to upgrade to to 10s. There's a cheaper one with more colors. There's a bigger one, and Michael's getting a new watch. And like exactly that's so, all. Yeah, basically, I'm not getting so official here statement from me. I'm not getting the big one. Yeah, I I used to you be a plus phone guy, mm-hmm. but it was because I really wanted the screen estate because I really use the phone to work. But really, the iPhone 10 is the perfect size for me. So I, I, I can really get lots of work done. And today you just tested on your MacBook Pro yeah. the simulator of the 10 S 10s Max and yeah. the 10s. I get confused, confused. Yeah. And what you have discovered is that, like, for example, in Nosby, there's just one task more that you can see on the Max. Mm-hmm. And so it's really not lots of uh, gain in screen estate. So I won't be, like, I don't want to be, ex- again, modifying my pants or anything just to fit the big phone. <laughs> uh, I've been through that with the Plus ones. I really did. Uh, iPhone X is the perfect size. I'm, I'm sticking with it. We are still both uh, searching for an excuse to upgrade from 10 to 10s because, for as far as I know, for now we don't see any point in doing that. Yeah. Uh, which is uh, diff- strange for us because we normally upgrade every year. Yeah. So um, so we're sticking with the tens uh, and um, and uh, I am getting the new watch. Totally, this is I have the series a Nike Series Two, and I skipped the Series Three. Again, didn't see a reason, and I wanted to. I was, I was waiting actually for the whole year for the LTE option to mm-hmm. show up, and now in one of the countries that I live, um, uh, there is an option for the LTE watch, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna get the four uh, with LTE. This this way, I can when I run or do something, you know, go out from like uh, from home, I will not be be taking my phone with me that that many times. Great, and that was the September 12th Apple keynote. That's it. Let's talk about your sabbatical. I think that's actually quite interesting for you as the CEO of a small company to just disappear for one and a half months. It was really strange. I mean, uh, you know, um, I found it not to be 11 and a half years ago. And I don't remember not thinking about the company any day that I wasn't thinking about the company, you know, any day. And, you know, sometimes I managed to like escape for a week and was trying not to think about stuff, about, you know, the, the current stuff happening at the company because my wife was kind of, you know, uh, being there and showing me the finger, you know, stop, you know, trying to work or whatever. So it was hard. And uh, now I think we are at this point with the company. I think we were there before, but it was mm-hmm. my mindset had to wait. Uh, that's really, I can leave the company. The company is fine. You know, people know what to do. People know what to focus on. The only change I had to make is is that we are right now um, 
uh, will be uh, this week actually when we publish this episode will be running a big promo so we will link in the show notes to the promo um, for September a back to work promo and for that promo I had to do the whole preparation the whole marketing brainstorming with the team in mm-hmm. July so um, for me the change was like I'm preparing something for September yeah. in July and people who know me know that I am a more of a last minute kind of guy <laughs> and we talked about last minute you uh, yesterday yeah. Yeah, like shipping the, 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 the open source code as well last minute so we are kind of last minute kind of company um, <laughs> uh, so this culture comes from the top always so so uh, my marketing was marketing team was very happy that I was doing things ahead of time and then I realized also there is a benefit hidden productivity benefit if you plan ha- ahead of time you actually can prepare more cool things because there's time to do them you know when you're do, doing you know last minute kind of things if you just don't have the time to add additional you know test additional i don't know way to market thing or whatever you don't have time for that but in the moment where you where you plan it way ahead so that's why it was even you know july was really for me a very busy month mm-hmm. i was very stressed because i had lots of work because i had to prepare all that and prepare, work really with my team to get all this planning done but then i could really switch off and do you think that's something you'd um, like? Sh- should we get get used to this, like planning in advance, or was it just an anomaly because of your uh, sabbatical? I think so. I cannot promise you anything, but I think so because I have seen, you know, how good it is to be like ahead of schedule with work, and to and this way it it it, it creates a very good um, working environment, calmer working environment, less stress. And, uh, you know, it prepares, it prepares me for the sabbatical. So, um, yeah, our idea is to prepare our next events uh, also ahead of time, ahead of schedule. And um, so far, so good. So we'll see how this works and where it takes us. But I'm okay. sure it's a lesson learned. All right. So we'll see how, how that works. And let's get back to, uh, to the, the main point, the, the sabbatical. So you say you, like, you've never done anything like this, like, like, go for more than a week or so without work and yeah Yeah, even if i took two weeks vacation this is the thing you know on one hand i'm i as the ceo um, was forcing people to go and to take two weeks vacations because we knew it's a good idea Mm -hmm. but whenever i would take them (laughs) i would always be working I would always schedule, and this was my myself like self sabotage. I was I would schedule working things like a meeting with somebody. You know, I'm already there. I'm going to meet with this guy and this guy, and, and you know, I would do it consciously. And this time, I wanted to do it completely differently. Um, the only uh, kind of work thing that I did was I, I met a long time Nosby user who was also my internet friend and I've never seen him in my life. He's from New Jersey. So Mike's and Pierre and we met uh, in person, but we were talking about private stuff. I mean, we were just getting to know each other and not, um, not really talking about Nosby. Uh, So uh, apart from that, uh, this was my idea to really switch off and let the company run. And even if I saw a notification from Nosby or, or some, or from Slack, I would completely ignore it. Why did you even keep Slack on your phone? I should have deleted it. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's a good idea. That, that, that's like that, that's like just asking for self sabotage. You're right, but but because I don't know, like when I started being on sabbatical, so so the when the when the way it went, I didn't go for the whole six weeks to the states. Mm-hmm. For the first two weeks, I was uh, in my hometown. Mm-hmm. And we had a retreat uh, 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 with uh, with our community of of young um, couples with kids um, in a, in a, from our church. So we had a retreat. So already on this retreat, there was hardly any internet connection. So I completely switched off. And then uh, from there, because I completely switched off, I really then ignored everything else. And the asking for travel was more that I was traveling with my parents. Mm. So the idea for this. A trip was that my parents last year had 40th wedding anniversary and my wife and I we gave them a voucher for a round trip to New York City mm-hmm. and they said that uh, they love it and they want to do it but they don't want to do it alone because uh, they've never been outside of Europe uh, before so and and then my, my mom speaks English a little bit but my father doesn't so they asked if we can join them so we joined them with my kids so with our kids so three kids Two parents and two grandparents, so seven yeah, people. Yeah, that sounds like a just 
an, a logistical nightmare to to travel in a group of seven yes um especially you know you have to like you have to first order the tickets for plane tickets for so many people yeah and already there for example we got very good tickets but for some reason we got tickets for six people and then for one uh-huh and it was already a nightmare because uh, people uh, the, the the airline would say yeah this is a group so we'll give you better seats because you're a group with the kids but this one person doesn't you know they have to like pay for their seats or whatever so we had to convince the airline no 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 this person belongs to the family you just wouldn't let us order seven people at once so in the end we worked fine but uh, we had this additional nightmare plus of course lodging you have to find really big airbnbs yeah and uh, in the hotels we would order uh, if we stayed in the hotel we would order two rooms usually mm-hmm. uh, and uh, and and pro, pro tip you can ask for joint rooms and they usually give it to you so uh, when you order in booking.com so really it's a good idea to to ask for it um, and uh, and because of that, like whenever I was ordering, also the sum of money, you know, was always bigger. Yeah. I wasn't used to it. You know, whenever <laughs> I would travel with my wife, you know, I would always, normally pay this. And now I'm paying like this, you know, the double that, you know. I was like, whoa, another night and it costs so much money. But then, of course, it's, it is divided by seven people. <laughs> so, so like yeah. my parents are paying, we are paying. So it's like, it's not just me who is paying that. I'm, I'm, it's me who is paying it right now, but we use Splitwise thanks to your ah, recommendation, great. to actually uh, know who paid for what. Nice. Uh, so we did use Splitwise. Yeah, that, that, that's, a, that's a good product. We'll link in the show notes to, to the app and the, to the podcast episode where I discussed this. Yes. Um, uh, so yes, it was a logical nightmare. And also the first big trip for my parents uh, and for my children uh, uh, through, you know, um, uh, over the ocean. So mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, from uh, we had the flight through Helsinki and from Helsinki to New York City. Yeah. So it was eight hour flight from Helsinki to New York City, mm-hmm. and back um, it was less. It was six hours back. But anyway, eight hour flight. We were afraid how it's gonna go, and our kids are small. I mean, we were like two, six, and nine. So uh, it was um, you know it was challenging. Yeah, yeah, I remember my first. Uh transcontinental flight and like even more difficult because uh for the way to san francisco and like the first time was difficult i mean the flight is so long and yeah. the, the jet lag hits you really hard then the the second and third time i was like eh, it's okay yeah uh the so the flight was was really uneventful uh the girls loved the entertainment system they were just <laughs> watching the movies like crazy yeah probably the only people on the plane who loved the entertainment system exactly so the girls loved it um uh, my the little one managed to sleep quite i mean i think three or four hours so it was really good as well um so yeah so the the the, the flight was pretty uneventful uh, all right but let's get back for to one thing for uh, for a moment so you you commented on the fact that uh, right now the company and, and you are ready to, to just like leave it without you for for six weeks. And and how, how do you think did that go? Like, uh, did you come back and were like totally overwhelmed with work and, and stuff you had to fix and fires you had to put out? Like, th- did you have any any surprises with, with that after getting back or, or, or did anyone have to bother you during those six weeks or did everything actually go as smoothly as uh, as you'd like. Let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was, um, uh, in October, we have our NOSB reunion. Mm-hmm. And we'll link in the show notes to our episodes when we recorded on NOSB reunions, because we meet twice a week, twi- twice a year. And my decision in July, uh, together with the team, was to do it in Krakow mm-hmm. this time. And that was the only decision I made. Uh, Magda later uh, researched the hotels, created a project uh, you you voted on hotels like people voted on hotels and uh, people um, chose a hotel and um, my father who is the CFO uh, made all the arrangements and paid for it so I was completely out of that mm-hmm. and for me the coolest thing ever was to see that when I already, you know, get, got back and I was kind of, you know, um, anxious because like you've made all the, like, the, the team has made all these decisions without my input, mm-hmm. my precious input. So I checked, you know, what happened and I was like, perfect. I would have chosen exactly the same hotel. <laughs> <laughs> like, so it is kind of nice to see that we have already this culture that 
you exactly like the team exactly knew what we are searching for mm -hmm. like you had all the criteria so it wasn't my decision anymore because the team has the criteria the team knows what we want uh, uh, like the price range the the what 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 we should care about what we should not care about like all these things so uh, for me it was it was amazing to see th this kind of a big decision a uh, big financial decision um uh, to be completely like managed by the team without my input all right um and how the marketing team? Because uh, th th that was like a whole company organizational thing um, for development. Like you, yeah. you're not really part of day-to-day -day development anyway. You, no. you, you're just like part of the the design process for what's next, and that process just you know took a six week sabbatical, I guess. As well, <laughs> but but that was okay because like we have things planned out anyway. So that that wasn't really that much different that that you weren't there. But but. In the marketing team, like you're still, you're still like in in charge of like more more most directly uh, and on top of all of this, what's happening in in mar in marketing. So you pre-planned this, but um, did did that also like everything went smoothly? Yeah, the the the, the, the this is what I'm really proud of. The the team really knew what to do, mm -hmm. knew what to prepare. Like we really had this figured out. Yeah, there were a few questions marks. But there were question marks which which didn't have to be answered in August. They could have been like they, they were answered now, like when I came back. So there were a few doubts that the team had about some decisions, um, but uh, like the rest of the things, really, the the, like the the most important things were just done. And when the team didn't know what to do, they just knew that I wasn't there, so they had to decide, you know. And now my threat, um, there is a threat that now they will start asking me questions again. <laughs> You see, because they managed to do it without me. Yeah. And 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 I already and, and, and the good thing is I already know that they can manage without me. Yeah. But they might, you know, fall back on the, you know, let's ask Michael about it. Let's let, let Michael decide. And for me right now, I think the biggest task um, in the first month coming back will be to tell them, no, you like this is not my decision. This is not my decision. Like really teach them mm -hmm. that even though I'm back, don't come back to me with the with the small decisions anymore like you used to do that which is not good <laughs> now you can now now i know for a fact that you can pull it off without me mm -hmm. so let's just continue that because then really i have more time for the big stuff for the for the for the major stuff and i can really contribute with with lots of deep work and i had good stretches of deep work uh, uh, these past two weeks uh, surprisingly oh, good all right so i know that um you were away from from work Although you didn't get rid of the apps and notifications, which is, uh, to, like, if you ask me, totally, totally a bad idea. Mm -hmm. Like, people could still reach you, like, you didn't need that. Uh, I also know that you, you kept Twitter, which I also think, like, <laughs> you shouldn't have. You, you should have used this as an opportunity to, yeah. to, to try to, to go off Twitter for a couple of weeks, but, but you told me that you were pretty light on, on social media. I was very light, yeah. Yeah, and I... I wonder if if it's it's not just a fluke, but but the fact that that you you did well with deep work over the last two weeks after the the sabbatical, it's not just the direct consequence of the fact that you had a little detox from from the everyday of just constantly running, like being on top of everything and and having to do a million things every day and just slow down, calm down, and like clear your mind so that you know you could focus on. You know, having your sabbatical, and and now it's you you have a clear mind, so that when you try to get something done, you can focus on one thing and not be distracted. Yeah, I think so. I think really uh, this helped me. This helped me to get some perspective. I remember uh, vividly when I was coming back from New York City, and the, on the flight back, I couldn't sleep, mm -hmm. although I should have because of the jet lag, but I couldn't. Um, and it's a short flight anyway. So um, I remember opening the, the iPad and just write, writing in my journal again. And it was a good thing. I was really writing a lot in my journal, just, you know, instead of doing anything else. And then I was, I, I was planning my, my first week at work in my journal. And, and really, I focused on the deep stuff, like where I can do the deep work. And I was planning that. I wasn't planning anything else. And I was hoping that there won't be that many things for me to take care of. And they weren't. So that was good. Yeah, I, I could I could really use that. Uh, the last three weeks have been a little crazy for me. Like I've been a week um, sort of on vacation, 
though it was also a busy vacation. And, and then after that, I just had a couple of days to to get watermelon done and shit, like we talked about it uh, last week. And so I was like constantly running to get it done. And I, I'm, I'm back on Twitter because of the two conferences and this open source thing. So like I'm... I'm, I've been terrible at, at deep work and I, I can't focus on anything and I haven't done a weekly review in, in three weeks because I, I didn't have time. And so like, I really see this, that after this week I, I have to... Calm down. Yeah, I have to calm down and I have to uh, probably use next Monday and, and like, okay, I'm, I, I won't do any work until I, I get my proper weekly review done because I, I totally need that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I see what you mean. But... Uh, I, I, I didn't get a straight answer from you. So did, did people, did you have to do any like real work during those six weeks? Did, did people actually have things that they needed uh, your help with? So my father was the, was the biggest problem because he's the CFO of the company. Right. And he still had his laptop and he still had to pay the salaries and do like all the, like the you know, the, a, few, a few managerial things like financial wise. So sometimes he would bother me. Mm-hmm. He would like tell me, Michael, you know, I cannot get this refund here done or something like like some, you know, something I, sh- I, I, I never do actually, yeah. you know, he just used the, the fact that I was here next to him to ask me a question about things I really don't do anymore at this company. So I told him, you know, uh, dad, I love you, but you know, like talk to Ivana from support. I mean, she'll, she'll help you. And so I was really pushing away yeah. his his tease to to you know get involved in something yeah but th- that's what happens when when you're used to uh, remote work and and you you get this glimpse of what it's like to have an office for for just yeah. a, a day or two and like we end up constantly bothering each other with like boring like like stuff that normally we would never bother each other exactly right? yeah yeah yeah, it's it, it's fun for a day or two, and but it gets old really quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you get frustrated because you really want to get stuff done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I had to just uh, reject my father's uh, trying uh, to to put me back to work, and <laughs> it was great. You know, he did what he did. He paid the salaries. You know, I didn't really care. Right. Anyway, I was very busy uh, planning uh, the. I mean, enjoying the trip and also planning the trip. Because we have pre-planned a few things, but later we were a little bit planning as we went. So this required us doing some research, you know, getting the hotels, getting the Airbnbs. It it took time, and my father, my father and my mom didn't really like. They didn't. They just told us, you know, you we will go away where you'll go. So this way, my wife and I we were just busy with that. So it was more exciting to you know be working on on getting us to the next point in our uh, on our trip than you know doing quick yeah yeah so so i guess you had a sabbatical but your father even though he was part of a trip like didn't quite because like he he was still needed at work yeah that's true he so he didn't have complete sabbatical he really had uh you know days off and mm-hmm. days on um or hours on but uh yeah but yeah but the but the point was my sabbatical yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> the point for me for me personally it was me not doing work and um yeah and you know uh, the only the credit, the credit where it's due my father still got lots of things before the trip very well prepared you know our accounting and all this stuff so he really just um I think sometimes he just he should have also you know delegated tasks to somebody else, but he just kind of wanted to just do something. Yeah, it's very tempting, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I think so. That's why I was I had to be tough about it. No, but you, I mean, after uh, more than a, a decade, like first sabbatical, like that's yeah, you, yeah, you deserved it. Uh, thanks. <laughs> yeah, you know, but the, the best part, really, I'm telling you, the best part is to see how many things got done when when I was away and. Um, I mentioned on Twitter that even financial-wise, we had the best August yeah. in, the, in the company history. Not the best month, but the best August, um, which normally in our company is a slow month yeah, because yeah. there are not many sales. And the, of course, the um, people are also on vacations. So it's a slow month, but it was the, the, the best one ever. So uh, I was questioning on Twitter whether I should come back, you know, <laughs> if the company is doing so well without me. <laughs> yeah, so it was fun. It was, it was, uh, it was good. And I'm really happy that, that I, I pulled the plug and, and I, I did it. And um, now I think, apart from uh, learning to plan ahead, uh, my next skill will be really to unplug, to 
to really, yeah. you know, when I take vacation, I take vacation. The company is just fine. Yeah, yeah. We could all, all learn that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. We know, uh, for example, from the dev team, Martin, that when he's on vacation, he's like bugging us all the time. And he's like, Martin, on vacation, you know, delete Slack, whatever. <laughs> yeah, Martin, learn how to have vacations. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, you want to talk a little bit about my trip? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm curious. You mentioned like you started with a thing like still in Poland and then you flew to New York. Yes. So the funny thing was that uh, we we had a, we had a, a leg in uh, so a step in Helsinki, mm -hmm. and one of my best friends lives in Helsinki. Oh, okay. So it was not just a random connection. It was very much intentional. No, no, no. It was random. It was the best ticket oh, okay. we got. And it was, and we actually wanted to stay at Helsinki as, 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 as short as possible. Mm -hmm. So just, and it was just two hour change. So I wasn't expecting to see him because, you know, just two hours. So, yes. you know, you don't have time really. And this transatlantic flight, but uh, our flight was delayed two hours. Oh, nice. So I called him when I was already in Helsinki out of the blue saying, yeah, hi, I'm here. Uh, why don't you come over you know <laughs> and he came over and we had a coffee together uh, like we talked for half an hour or maybe 40 minutes and then i came back joined the, the family so i had to you know leave the security security in the airport yeah, yeah. and come back through security but i was you know i just left with my iphone so it was very uh, easy to get back and then we continued our flight so it was funny to you know meet a friend just so spontaneously yeah Okay, and then we we came to the to to New York City, and the idea for our trip was to stay a week in New York City. Mm -hmm. And it's a big city; there are lots of things to see. But we're with small kids and with my parents, so we didn't want to like see also just too much and just be overwhelmed by the city. We were anyway; it was a week. And after this week, we rented a minivan, a mm -hmm. Dodge Grand Caravan, uh, and for seven people, so a seven seater, uh, and we drove. We drove to Canada. To, to Toronto, Montreal, uh, we saw the Muskoka Lakes, and then, um, uh, and so Ottawa, Muskoka Lakes, Toronto, and then Niagara Falls, which was like our, the culmination of our trip, and from Niagara Falls, came back to New York City, mm -hmm. and flew back. And that, that was what, four weeks? Uh, almost four weeks. Yeah. Okay. So to okay, so you, you you took a big road trip. Yes. So basically, one week in New York City, and then, you know, two and a half weeks tri tri driving. Ah, okay. All right. So that was, yeah, there was a lot of driving and like seeing things around, right? Yeah, we did 2,000 miles. So um, not a lot, but still quite. So um, so it was a nice loop. And, and again, because we work with kids, we tried to stay in, in places. So for example, whenever we would stay longer, like three nights, mm -hmm. we would order Airbnb because it was just more convenient to be in a, in a big apartment yeah. or in a house. And then we, if, we, if we would stay for a night or two, then we would take a hotel. Because then again, it was more convenient uh, to, to just, uh, you know, unpack, go to sleep, uh, just pack quickly and just leave. So, for example, uh, for these moments where we were in the hotels, uh, we, wouldn't, like, we wouldn't unpack. I mean, our um, uh, suitcases were our wardrobe, you know, yeah. basically. And then we knew that when we have... Um, an apartment, we, we always chose one with washing machine and, and, and dryer. So we would, you know, do some washing, drying and stuff. And then, you know, uh, we would stay there for three, three days. So. so actually, okay, this might be totally un uninteresting to most people. But, but I wonder, like, how, how the hell did, did, you, did you pack for that? Yeah, so um, because usually when we travel with, uh, with, uh, with kids, we take a big suitcase. Okay. And so we took a... Uh, two big suitcases actually for my family mm -hmm. and one big suitcase for my parents' family. Okay. So um, my parents, I think they packed too much. Uh, I, you know, they, they, they are good travelers, but they don't have experience, that much experience. So they, yeah, I think yeah. they, pa they packed too much because their heavy suitcase was really heavy. Um, and in our case, we packed one suitcase and something. So the other, so the suitcases were pretty light mm -hmm. because also we knew that we would visit outlet stores to, to, to get some clothes. So so you, you mean like like two big like like checked in yes. uh, suitcases. Yes. And then we would have uh, one carry-on luggage uh, for the airplane. And we would get we would put all the necessities there plus okay. the iPads, you know, these kind of things. All right, so you're saying like for five people two big uh, suitcases and one like small one. Yes. That's not too bad. 
No. But but still, like, yeah, uh, traveling with seven people sounds like a a, a, a logistical nightmare. I already said that, but it, it really it really yes. does. And and did you did you pack clothes for for a week and then washed it or or yes. more than than that? No, more than that. No. no okay. No. And even then, it, it's it's hard to you know to know beforehand, but. Even with that, now I know that I, sh I could have packed less. Yeah. Because uh, we would wash pretty frequently uh, because, you know, it was so hot. We would, we would sweat like crazy. So we would w w put, you know, the washing machine almost every day whenever we could. Well, we couldn't every day because we were also in hotels. But uh, really, I could have taken less, uh, fewer things. And also um, because we were, again doing some shopping in the outlet stores. Um, I was actually planning on buying a few, just a few items, but, uh, and I bought, I think, two uh, souvenir t-shirts, mm -hmm. which I wanted to have. So, um, so with that, you know, I could have packed less. And also, um, our biggest child, uh, she's nine. I want her, in the on the next trip, I want her to have her own clothes separately because she wasn't really helping at all. And I think she's, you know, she's going to be 10 now. And yeah. I, I want to teach her, you know, a little bit self-sufficiency. Yeah. That she has her clothes. She, she plans what she what she wants to wear. You know, she, like, she really, like, she should be more conscious about it. Because we were, like, doing the labor for ourselves and for our three kids. Yeah. Um, which, you know, it's fine. But, you know, she, like, next, not, yeah, next trip, I want to be, I want to have my bigger daughter, like, more. more. Yeah, I agree. She, she's... She's uh, more than old enough. Or yeah, she's smart. She knows out. what to do. Like she, you know, she's just lazy because we're doing it for her. But it's not her fault. She's lazy. It's our fault. Yeah, completely. I agree. It's her fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've, we've established that now. <laughs> yeah. All right. But yeah, like like definitely, if you mostly stayed over at Airbnbs, then you you need less than than, than a week's worth of clothes. And then like. Since you you traveled a lot, like like sure you had a car and whatnot, but you were seven people, so the less stuff you have, the the less headaches you you have. Yeah, and the, the what I mean, didn't help because um, in one of the outlet stores I bought another suitcase because I had two <laughs> different yeah because I had two different suitcases and I wanted to have uh, um, and the one that we had was really crappy the, mm -hmm. the second one and and the, the 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 new one was really great and so i wanted to get the new one and i wanted to throw away the the, the old one but we decided let's keep it for now so we had four suitcases in the minivan Why? so so we um like it was easier for us to pack just to put everything in the suitcases not have loose bags mm -hmm. you know so it it had a point during the trip because you would just like, to unpack you would just unpack four suitcases which was easier to just you know push them forward to the for example hotel room and mm -hmm. um, but later uh, we threw one of the suitcases away because mm -hmm. we didn't want to have four suitcases checked in um because we had to we would have to, we would have to pay for yeah. the fourth suitcase so we didn't throw it away. We said to room service of one of, the, of our last hotel that we had the suitcase, and the room service was really happy to <laughs> take it, and, uh, and 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 it was fine. So um, yeah, uh, we managed to learn how to close the lid of the of the trunk of the car so that the suitcases don't fall off. So it was a it was another skill that we learned. Yeah, that that doesn't sound super minimalist. No, it doesn't. No. Um, but as we, uh, as I mentioned to you, I bought a few gadgets, and one of the gadgets is a new backpack, yeah. which you saw, and I really love it. And I want to see if I can uh, on, on our next next Nosby reunion. My plan is to come only with this backpack. Yeah. And uh, then our plan is to do a show about our backpacks. Yeah. So we'll see how this goes. Yeah. So I've been telling you for for like two years or something that that no, Michael. Like this isn't 2008 anymore. H having only a carry-on, you know, suitcase on a plane is not minimalist anymore. You you gotta pack in a backpack. That's true minimalism. You have three, well, not three. That would be amazing though. Two free hands mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, everywhere. You have everything on your backpack. You can like go anywhere, whether you have a car or not. Like this is this is like true. Uh, travel freedom to ju to just have a backpack everything uh, you need and, and you can do it but but you have like you need to change your mindset and and not take stuff you might need but actually take stuff that are absolute necessities and nothing else. That's true. That's true. So um, my I will have a, a warm up because I will have a conference two weeks before our mm -hmm. um, our trip our reunion and this will be just today. 
trip. Yeah, so that's so easy. That's easy. So I will. This will be a warm up and to see how this goes. Yeah. And then from there on, you know, in two weeks later, I will be able to 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 to, to try to get to Nosburian with, with just one backpack. Yeah, that's MobiConf conference, by the way. Link in the show notes. Exactly. Uh, so you're just flying into Krakow for two days and flying back. Yeah. So I mean, it'll be four days because okay. you know, one day of travel. Uh, uh, from Wrocław. No, from 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 here to Krakow. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, because uh, there is a flight, f- I, go, I go through Amsterdam uh, for some reason. Really? Yes, that was the only fair connection oh. on that day. Because I, I, I wanted to just come to, for the conference. I didn't want to get it. I, I could have get, gotten a direct flight, but a few days earlier. Yeah. So I didn't want that. I wanted, I wanted to stay at home. So aren't here also flights to Wrocław though? Yes, but not on the dates that I that I needed. Okay. Yeah, whatever. So that was the problem. So so I got the flight. Um, uh, so I so you know it will be one afternoon to fly mm-hmm. there, and then uh, on on Saturday it will be again to come back here. So 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 two days there and you know two days almost two days of travel. So a little bit annoying, but you know I can work on airport on in airplanes and on airports, and um, uh, with the backpack it should be it should be fine. Yeah, I'm really curious how it goes because this this backpack, uh, like it's really cool, has a lot of uh, a lot of, of pockets. Little, uh, pockets uh, but it, it's not it's not very big. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not very big at all, and you you have a lot of gadgets. Like I, I think some of that is just like like still not haven't haven't quite changed your uh, your <laughs> mindset. Mm-hmm. And it might be difficult to pack your clothes there, though. Like you have some like incredible two hundred dollar pair of jeans, so so maybe this you know packs into like you know a cube this big no, i will wear it so i don't have to right. pack it right exactly yeah i will wear the jacket i will wear the jeans so it's just the question of you know uh the you know the stuff that you have to change so yeah yeah no but that's what i mean that, that those are the, those incredible uh trousers that you only need one pair because if it gets dirty like it magically just the dirt exactly. disappears and, exactly. and so you, you don't need a spare even exactly i don't need a spare yeah i i, I remember i poured beer on that by accident and no problem it just flip <laughs> and it was fine nice and it didn't even stink nothing nothing yeah. and the beer stinks we know that yeah so um um yeah so basically anything else yeah um i was wondering about the fact that that you you traveled with with your three children uh mm-hmm. and one is nine uh but but the other two are, are still like small. really small and I, I mentioned uh, this like your sabbatical to to, to someone and, and they told me that um, uh, you know they they had like trips with their parents or whatever when when they were like five or six or 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 eight even and like they they don't they don't remember anything from that like it, it's just before a certain point a certain age like stuff like that just doesn't impress you that much like it might impress you in a moment but but you don't it doesn't stick in, in memory uh so i don't know like it's it's such a like i, I guess uh no it would be impossible to to get away for 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 six weeks without taking all of your, your children but it's it's such an extra uh hassle to to have to deal with free children and uh, and your parents and it's six weeks and it's across the ocean and then to another country and like like wow it's just a lot the thing is that you know uh, i have two children yeah I, I cannot like leave them behind you know like what we do with my wife uh, every, like every year or every other year we do try to get away for uh, for a week yeah. without children so we leave them with my parents exactly. and then we go and we do that too but this trip was designed to be a family trip yeah. so i know that the, the youngest will not have a recollection at all about this the the middle one also not that much but the big one yes yeah and and the thing is that we can like when when do we start you know doing a family trip you know the big one is nine she will be like a teenager soon you know i want to travel with her like like it it pains me to, to 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 say that but she will you know be a teenager and at some point as a teenager, I don't know how she's going to grow up, but, you know, um, some teenagers don't want to travel with their parents, you know. They don't want to sp- spend time with their parents. Yeah, and, and, and parents don't really want to travel with their teenagers oftentimes either. Exactly. So uh, so that, 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 that I want to, you know, use that time to travel with her. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and because we have three kids, we have to travel with all of them. So, yes, it's additional pain. But on the other hand, you know, they had fun. They were very... Um, they were 
they were not scared of change. Like we would change apartments, you know, every two, three days. And they were just asking, you know, where, where are we going to live now? Like, so it was really like a nice game, you know, to guess when, when we, where we're going to live and how we're going to live and to see a different, you know, because we ordered always something different on Airbnb so to, to have like a completely different perspective. Um, uh, like a small apartment, big apartment, a house, uh, you know, a, a chalet, like different, different places. Uh, so they loved it. And um, uh, in the end, um, uh, they were very, very cool about it. So yes, they won't have a recollection. We will have photos though and videos. So, you know, we will be able to show it to them when, when we, you know, when they're bigger. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, you know, th- this is a family we chose to have. So, you know, we have to travel with all of them. Yeah, pro tip though, like when they're teenagers, they're not going to want to see photos of them when they're five or six. Like I, like... Just, no. just don't. Okay, but I will. I will want to watch them again. Yeah, sure, sure. So, so yeah. So with them, it was. Uh, it was sometimes. For example, we would travel in the in the in the car, and they would ask to 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 have to take a pee. You know, every fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah. So there were moments like you know of crisis like there, uh, but sometimes they would just drive and have fun. All right. So what did you learn from that? Except for the fact that you can leave the company. Uh, you know, your 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 other family alone for a couple of weeks and it's fine. So, I, so, from, I would I want to talk about a little bit about the uh, perspective of of US and Canada from a European perspective. Mm-hmm. So, I'm a European, uh, you know, uh, and uh, for me there were a few things that were just strange or not strange, but you know, different. Oh, mm-hmm. let's go different. So, for example, uh, as a European, I think USA is expensive. Well, obviously. It's all expensive. And the same goes to Canada. And uh, one of the things that Americans and Canadians don't understand mm-hmm. or don't appreciate, or they got used to this, but it can be done better, is the prices. Uh, the prices. In, in, in the EU, because of EU laws, in the whole EU, with many countries, the prices that you see is the price you pay. Yes. This is a price including all the taxes. <laughs> if it's 10 euro, it's 10 euro. Mm-hmm. It's not 10 euro plus tax plus something plus something. In the Canada, in Canada, twice like they like in, in for example in Montreal they had like two additional taxes on the price. <laughs> like double taxation. So like oh, you man. know, at ten dollar, ten Canadian dollars, we're not ten Canadian dollars. We're usually, you know, more thirteen, fourteen or fifteen Canadian dollars, depending on the taxing and whatever. And if you're eating out, there is they, they very often just also ask you for um for a tip. So yeah. so in this way, you, you, like I, I I knew that we were not screwed, but I felt like being screwed every time because I thought it's going to cost me this, but now it's plus tax plus tip. It's going to be that. Yeah, I I think restaurants are, are the worst. Like I, I had this experience in the US that, you know, I, I, I'm just like, oh, I just wanted this one thing and it's not very expensive. It costs like, say, like whatever, uh, $10. $10, right? Uh, but it's $10 plus... Uh, uh, plus uh, the, the the service fee, plus um, uh, you know local tax or whatever. Like 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 there were like literally two or three things on the bill. Yeah. And I also know that I'm ex- like it's the United States. Like it's not Poland. Uh, giving a tip is not is not a reward for exceptional service. Like if I don't tip, like I'm like a horrible person. Yes. So so it's like like free time. You know, it's like I see a price, but it, it, I'm going to pay you like more than double. Yes. Super strange. Yeah. So that was uh, one thing. And again, this is a solvable problem. In, in, in the EU, we have different countries, different currencies even. Not, all, mm-hmm. not everybody has euro, but still we have the same law. So a consumer always sees the final price. Yeah. And I think this is the right thing to do. Because really, if I see $10, uh, I want to pay $10. This is what I want to pay. I don't want to pay teller in the north plus taxes plus all the other fees. Yeah, but it, it really, uh, like I guess the challenge is that it have to it would have to be somehow forced federally yes. because otherwise, and I, I don't think like this is um, possible or easy or like, like like politically feasible because you 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 can have people like. No individual uh, store will do this uh, because they're nice. And like, actually, I, I saw some stores in, in, in um, California that, that would show prices with tax. And that was like, that was like weird. And because like, that's unexpected because you feel like, wow, this is the expensive one, right? And even mm. if like just one state institutes that, oh, you have to show like final prices, then, you know, um, 
I don't know, like, I'm, I'm not sure that that's going to work because people will, will still feel like, oh, like it's more expensive here. But, but no, it's like, those are just like real prices. Yeah. So, um, so that, that was that. And then uh, uh, finishing the, the subject of financials, Apple Pay works <laughs> so much better in Europe. Really, America, get to get, I mean, get, get a grip. I mean, whenever there was a contactless terminal, yeah. it was a question of whether it would go or it would not go. Well, if, even if you get a contactless terminal, which is not at all like a given. Exactly. In Europe, if there is a contactless terminal, it, it almost always works. I think I found like two or three terminals uh, here that wouldn't you know, work. But normally, yeah. and especially in Poland, the old terminals are, are brand new. So they're really supporting all that. So whenever there is a contactless terminal, Apple Pay just works. Yeah. And, and I think in America, it's like more that they have additional agreement about Apple Pay or something or, yeah. or technology is old. I don't know. Yeah. In, in Poland... Like in ninety five percent of the places you can pay with with a card, in ninety nine percent of the places where you can pay with a card you can pay contactless, and in ninety nine percent of the places where you can you can pay contactless or ninety nine point nine percent Apple Pay works. Like I I've had one place one terminal in uh, in one place where I had Apple Pay be wonky and only work the second time, but <laughs> but, it, but it's still like I I I never experienced like a real fa- failure. Uh, so like in where whether it's it's a store or a restaurant like you have ninety five or ninety four point seven percent chance that it, it just works. Yeah. So so that was that. Um, and uh, something I want to share also is the is the tip about uh, car rentals. Mm-hmm. So car rentals it's it's difficult to find uh, good car rental. And again with car rental the problem is that very often they give you a price without the um, the insurance. Mm-hmm. So you think you are getting a good price, but then they want to slap insurance on top of it, which is uh, very expensive. So I managed to to um, uh, to get a car from Alamo, and they gave give me already a car with an insurance or with the, the collision damage waiver, which like mm-hmm. you, know, you don't have to uh, you don't care about the car. But I didn't want to say I want to talk about that. I want to talk about the fact that I ordered a minivan, and they just told me, okay, here are your minivans, mm-hmm. choose one. And there was no other person on the parking lot. So being a geek as I am, I opened all of these cars. I checked their mileage. I checked more or less the features that they have to like assess if it's a well-equipped one or not. And then I found the one that I wanted to rent. So I got the, the, uh, like a red Bordeaux color and, um, and the car, uh, it had only 8,000 miles. And it looked, you know, very, pretty well equipped. And the moment I chose it, then, then I saw another family coming in and they just went to the first one. <laughs> and I was like, losers, they don't know how it's done. Yeah. So I was really so happy about it. But really, if you're renting a car and the, and the, the, the car rental place tells you, here, choose your car, please choose your car. I mean, really, the cars are not equated, created equal. Some have more mileage, some have different uh, specs. So really spending the five minutes really that it took me to just assess more or less the cars, I think it's worth it. And especially if you're renting a car for quite a few days and I was renting yeah. for almost three weeks. So I was really happy with the car. It was like, it was a minivan. Yeah, it, nothing really that special, but it was a good minivan and it was comfortable minivan. So, so uh, we enjoyed our trip thanks to that. So, yeah. So I'm actually curious about that. Um, I, I think... I, I may be telling this like the other way around, but I, I feel like I, I, I heard people tell that, oh, in the United States, like because United States is the country of the car, it is so much easier to rent a car than in Europe or cheaper comparatively to other things or whatever. It, like, how, how, how does that compare? Like, I, I know you've, you've rented cars in, in Europe where, when traveling, like to Poland, for example. So, um, not really. Okay. I mean, uh, yeah, the, in, in, in Europe... The southern countries, mm-hmm. Italy, Spain, they have really big rentals and, okay. and they have really cheap prices because there is lots of competition here because people go, come here on vacation. When they come to, to these southern countries on vacation, there are just lot, lots of rentals. So yeah, it's more difficult and more pricey to rent in northern Europe. So in Poland, in Germany, uh, I would always pay more and uh, there were fewer cars to choose from. I mean... Um... You'd pay more in Poland than in Spain in yes. in absolute terms, yes, or just like compared to absolute terms. Interesting. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, 
so that was um, so that's that's basically the gist of it. Um, so the northern Europe is not really price competitive, uh, and America, yeah, it's more developed. What I liked about about renting car in America is that uh, you just have more choice. Again, yeah. there's big competition, and and as in this example, they have lots of cars on the parking lots, especially next to the airports. So we really have car to choose from. Yeah. All right. So when do you think you'll have another sabbatical? I don't know. Um, I would want to make it a yearly thing, but I'm not sure if I'll, it, will, it will be possible. But um, I would love that. Uh, you know, yeah. maybe not six weeks, maybe four weeks, uh, but still, uh, I would, I would like it. I would like to do that. But uh, but for me to to make it happen, you know, there we still have to you know do some some other things. And um, yeah. And but but I, what I really liked about it is really traveling with the family. So you get to know each other better. You you get to know stuff better. And um, another pro tip: uh, don't let children play too much on the iPads because then there is no family connection anymore. Uh, especially Minecraft. <laughs> so um so yeah so I don't know uh, we'll see next year how it goes yeah we'll but see. but uh, but I think you know the more the major takeaway is how I'm gonna run the company now mm-hmm. knowing what I know yeah and also if I take even shorter vacations then uh, hopefully I'll take them just you know more consciously to to make them really vacations and not uh, kind of. Outside, outside of office, which is ridiculous because it's home office. So, All right. So, well, one thing about next year, uh, whether or not you, you take a sabbatical, is in June, you and I, California. That California, baby. WWDC. Yes. We'll see, we'll see you there. Yes, that's, yeah, that's, we'll, that's for we'll sure. We'll have some business there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally, totally.